previously on Night's Quest. You search through all these books, you do not find the lost histories. I found actually the card saying nope. who checked out this book last. And there's only a few people that checked it out. The first person to check it out was a wizard. The second person was Lord Pedwig Gartham himself. And the last person who has apparently held this book was the reader of this library. <laughs> reader McKellen. We all walk back to the desk, but the reader's not sitting there. A small bell and a sign next to it that says, Ring if you need anything. And the rings the bell. A door opens up. There's a long staircase going down into the earth <laughs> on the other side of the door. So we're going down there, right? Though. Oh, of, of course. Start the descent. Welcome back, everybody, to Night's Quest. Uh, I know last week we did not really touch on Quiss or Leroy's journey. Uh, I was planning on doing it, but just all the fun shenanigans that we got down uh, with the coin rats took a little more time. So, tough compromise. We're going to start right with the good old Quiss Quest, your favorite and mine. So here we go. So we're going down into a spooky dungeon. Spooky! Everyone's going downstairs. That's true. I thought I thought the things were going to meet up at some point, but I'm glad that it didn't. No, but there will be some similarities. Quiss, Leroy, and Faerun, the scribe high elf, uh, have discovered you know the secret tunnel in the library, and start descending the stairs. And Quiss, you don't notice this, and because you were not in the cave, but Leroy notices that these bricks are very similar in construction to. The type of stone that they found in the Goldon mine. And that they don't know this, but that our other friends have found when they went splunking downstairs as well. So Leroy says, Ah, these are some weird bricks. Quiz thoughts. What, was that a question? Thoughts on the yeah, bricks. Yeah, th- thoughts on the bricks. Because, I mean, you just kind of said quiz thoughts. Yeah. I did... Quiz, I want your quick thoughts on these bricks. They are bricks. <laughs> uh, fine, I'll ask someone else. Uh, Farin. You traveled in many places. Thoughts on the bricks? Oh, well, um... I, yeah, I agree with Quist. They look like bricks. I mean, they look old. Uh, I don't know, maybe were built by the Elven Empire when they were here, would be my guess. The old bricks, I don't Is know. Is this really the most interesting thing? Well, I don't know. What do you want to talk about? <laughs> I just, I kind of just want to go. I this mystery go. is really clicking along, gang. Alright, fine. Like, for the past two episodes now, the beginning, <laughs> like, 20 minutes was walking down a tunnel, and I fine. just kind of... You make it to the bottom of the stairs. Wow, that was so quick. It's almost like we could have just done that. <laughs> <laughs> so 
We'll skip that page of stair conversation topics, I guess. <laughs> did you? No, you no, did I didn't. Not. I didn't. Okay. I didn't make. No, no, I didn't do that. They weren't I following. I wouldn't be surprised if you had <laughs> possible conversation they like, topics. They weren't like walking down there with the reader. No, no, no. They were looking for him. Yep. Yeah, yes. we're looking for the reader. Okay. Yep. Trying to find yep. lost histories. Yep. Okay. You make it to the bottom of the stairs and you find a living room or hmm. a place where someone lives. Oh, okay. uh, this is... I was I was picturing like a big open stone room with like nothing in it but a carpet and a chaise lounge and like a no. little lamp. I'm going to describe everything that you see in this okay. room. This is clearly the reader's private room. There is a bed, a desk, a table in the middle of the room. There's plenty of bookshelves lining the walls. There is a lovely rug in the center of the room. There is also an ornate tapestry hanging on one of the walls. And there is a chest at the foot of the bed. The walls are still made of the same stone. Otherwise, it seems there's no one else down here. Huh. Okay, so we came down here because we, we rang the bell. And this door opened after we were looking for the Lost Histories. And we found out the reader took it last. Am I right in that? Yes. So it's got to be down here. Yeah, should we, should we start snooping? I guess, I guess we start snooping. <laughs> snooping! Quiz, where do you look? Uh, Quiz looks at the, at the dresser. In the, the chest? Isn't there a dresser? No dresser. Oh. There's a bed, a desk, a table, a bookshelves. What did, what did I say? Dresser. Oh, I meant desk. I'm desk. sorry. Okay. Uh, on the desk, on top of it are papers, inkwell, and a quill. There's also a couple of uh, drawers on the dressing. Okay. Oh, well, I know I said <laughs> on the desk. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, he's opening drawers. I open the drawers again. Just a lot of papers. One of the drawers is just fresh, clean paper. Uh, nothing written on them. One of them is a bunch of quills still kind of in a box. Fresh, ready to be used. Uh, and then one of them you open up has a... Hey, a box of quills. That's how they come when you buy them. Yeah, a box of quills, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Not like a plastic. I guess box. they like, might be it. No, like I a don't nice, really know. It's like a nice box. <laughs> but the third one, third drawer you open up has an opened letter in it. Okay, I close the drawers. There's no book. Quiz closes the drawers. Okay. Yeah. Where does what's his face look? Faven. Yeah. He kind of glances around. He starts by looking just at the bookshelves. Um, and looking through the books. <laughs> I don't know why that wasn't the first <laughs> place I looked. But he quickly looks through them and he's yeah they're. Lost Histories is not on these bookshelves. Mm. And from what it seems, it, these look just like the rest of the books upstairs. Probably the reader's favorites, I would guess. There's nothing special about these books, though. Okay. So what does Leroy do? Leroy stares at the tapestry. Hey, Farron, what's... Like on the wall? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, picture like a painting, but it's, you know, it's woven together. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. He knows it's tapestry. Yeah, I just, I, I, I missed the first time, I guess I missed when you said it was, there was one. Oh, yeah. yeah. So Leroy... I read, I read Redwall as a kid, so I know what tapestries are. <laughs> it's by the dresser. <laughs> <laughs> that's the real plot. Yeah. There's a dresser the whole time. Wow, so that's where the book is! It's in the invisible dresser. Hey, Damon, what's, um, what's going on in this tapestry? There's like a, it looks really weird. Chris, do you look at the tapestry? Yeah. Okay, I guess. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just have, since it's it's me, me, and you in yeah. this room, I, I want to still make it be primarily motivated oh, by, yeah. by your character instead of just being like, and then we've solved it. Well, I know, but like, think about it. If like one of the characters goes, what is that? The other two people in the room are going to go, what? Okay. <laughs> uh, so you look at the tapestry, and it is a very strange sight, but 
Chris, you yourself also are aware of what this is, you know, because you are a learned man, an educated man. Uh, it is a tapestry of something that's very important in writerism. So the founding prophet of writerism, he had two visions. The first one kind of revealed who the writer was, you know, all-powerful. But this one was of his second vision. And you see on the tapestry there are a bunch of people uh, just kind of walking around the lovely landscape. There's hills and, and forests and farms and all over in kind of the middle section of the tapestry. Uh, and they all have lines leading up into the clouds. But you see the figure in the middle who is radiating with light, so you can't quite see what their face is, but it's clearly a human figure. Their cord, their string, is being broken, is being cut by a gigantic blade. And there's a hand holding this blade. And this is the vision that the founding prophet had of the hero. Kind of representing how everyone was controlled by the writer, but one person was set free from their cords, as they say. Mm-hmm. And and so Feyren says, oh, well, this is a vision of Anders Duane's second vision. He had this vision while he was traveling, telling people about the writer, and realized that one person would come who uh, knew about the hero. Uh, he had this vision in the year 1676, a uh, very important year. Uh, I'm sure this tapestry was made much later, though. I would say probably only a couple hundred years ago, uh, based off the quality of it. Yeah, very important for writerism and libraries in general. Uh, okay, Quist looks around at the room uh, to try and discern if, if any anything that might be of use. Yeah, so there's a, a bed. Mm-hmm. A desk, uh huh. A table, uh huh. Bookshelves, okay. Rug, yep. Tapestry, uh huh. And chest, and a statue with a string on it. Uh, he goes to check out. <laughs> he got the string. He goes to check out the chest. Uh, the chest is locked. Uh-huh. Uh huh. With an iron lock. Okay. I kick it. It's a good solid chest. Okay. <laughs> um. Can I move the rug? Yeah. Okay. Move the rug. Uh, you move the rug, and underneath the rug, in the stone, you see a circle. Actually, two circles. In the first ring of the circle... Is it a Venn are... diagram? Hmm? Is it a Venn diagram? No, it's kind oh, of like, okay. like a, a circle and a circle within it. Oh, okay. Uh, on the outer circle are numbers, 0 through 9, and going on 0, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, kind of going around it like a clock. And then at the very top of it is a W with four dots, the symbol of the writer. Oh. And then in the center ring is a triangle pointing at this W. Uh, and the triangle is actually a, a divot, uh, like a hole within it, as if you could were able to put something inside that hole. Uh, but you don't know what. Hmm. Okay. Everyone thread out and look for something, I guess. Um, I'm going to go check the bed. All right. I'm assuming you're like searching. Under it, under the pillow. Every, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. You look underneath the pillow, and you just lift it up, and there it is. There's a, an iron key. Oh, my God. Just laying it there. I think I think he picks oh. up the pillow like first, and he's mm-hmm. like, "I'm gonna be honest. I didn't, I didn't really, <laughs> didn't really expect to find anything yeah. here. This isn't. Oh, you know what? Sure, okay. This is oddly not satisfying. Actually, <laughs> takes key, goes over the chest. Do you want us just to like destroy the bed? And, like, no, totally? I mean, I, what? He sleeps there. I mean, just, yeah, I know you're right. I'm, 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 I'm gonna open the chest now. Okay, you you open up the chest, uh, and inside is things that would be in a dresser. So there are clothes, <laughs> there's a, a bound... But not things that would be in a desk. <laughs> there's a, a bound book. You see a little sack, and inside the sack there's 20 gold pieces. You see a ring, 
and you also see underneath all the other things a stone triangle. Okay, well, I take that obviously. Um, what's the ring? I'm so glad you asked what the ring was. <laughs> Quiz, I'm gonna need you to roll a dice. Oh. Oh my god. I need you to roll a d6. Can I tell Jake the thing that I find a little sketchy about this puzzle? Yeah. Um, even though I'm not actually there in the room. Go for it. I don't. Okay, the the bookshelf. He's a librarian. I feel like the books have got to be a big part of it. And I feel like saying like, oh no, the books weren't the lost histories. Like, there's probably still some clue there or something. What'd you At want, least Dick? as far as I... Quiz, <laughs> if we recall. Uh, his yeah. casting, he, he uses a casting ring. True. Uh, so the ring that you find, it, it looks like the ring is a golden little dragon. Ooh. Uh, like wrap that. around your finger. It looks like it's actually made out of gold and you can slide it onto your finger. Oh, a perfect fit. How convenient. Um, but when you put <laughs> now, it on your now finger... I have, now I have gold on me. <laughs> Quiss being a, a trained magician, uh, you know that as soon as you put it on, you can sense it is clearly a magical ring. Uh, and this ring grants you the ability to cast small fireballs Ooh, from, from your hand. Ooh. Oh my god. Now, you try, if you want to try it out, you can. I think he really wants to. But now is not the time or place. Okay. True. So I think I think he looks at it for a second and, and then oh, and then just keeps looks at all the flammable material. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't mess around with that. Uh, so yeah, you get a finger dragon. Are we married to that? No, we're not married to that. We're gonna rename it. <laughs> can, it can it be the dragon spit ring? Yeah. Dragon spit ring. Yes. Is that also the name of the drink though? Yep. No, that's dragon spit dragon whiskey. Spit whiskey. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Dragon spit. Ring. He's a librarian. Why does he have this? So Maybe intriguing. he's more than a librarian. Oh, no. He's, he's a reader. It's yeah. a religious term. I know. Yeah. I so is there multiple, like, being a librarian just me, like means you're a member of the clergy? <laughs> and then there's multiple, like... So, like, a librarian works at a library, but a reader would be the religious <laughs> okay. reader. So you could I be a librarian, a but not be... Yeah. Right. I work in a library. Oh, I'm sorry, Father. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess you could say, like, I work at a church, but I'm not a pastor. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. 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 So you could be a librarian, but not be... I work in a garage, but I'm not a car. <laughs> what am I? <laughs> Why was that the comparison because, you made? Because I, saw, because I saw a billboard a couple weeks ago that said, like, going to church doesn't make you a Christian any more than being in a garage makes you a car. And I was like, okay, I get it. But the weird thing was it was a billboard for a church. And I was like, so are you telling me not to go to church? I'm so confused. Amazing. Uh, but as I'm writing this down, yeah. uh, the fireballs you can shoot are about the size of a gorf ball. So. <laughs> by the way, I, did I tell you guys I found a gorf ball? You did? Yeah. What, what could you possibly mean by that? I found a ball in my possession that is the correct dimensions really? as a gorf ball. So we can play gorf did we, ball. Did we agree what the dimensions of a gorf ball are? Yeah, slightly smaller than a softball. Oh, okay, sure. I said that very clearly. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't remember. Uh, this ring also gives you a plus one spell casting. Cool. Yay. So you can add another one to that. Um, also, now you are a thief. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. You can join the club then. <laughs> Uh, I think Faring this is video games. <laughs> I don't I don't want to I don't want to lose sight of the fact that you guys are like looting this man's room. <laughs> Fair says stop in the name of the law. <laughs> Your stolen goods are now forfeit. Uh, I think quarter five. I think Fair No, but actually I, th I think Faring sees that you're doing this 
that you're like looting this man's chest. No, I'm just looking through the chest. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't see me like take a ring. Like roll, roll quick hand. This is mine now. Do I have that? Everyone should oh, have I, that yeah. one. Yeah. For quiz. Eight. Okay, he definitely sees that you took the <laughs> ring. And he's like, you're just going to take that? Quiz still tries to be like, what? What are you talking about? As he has it on his <laughs> yeah. finger. He's like, take what? What that ring? ring what from ring? the reader. I came in with this. <laughs> I need you to roll a persuasion. 17. Oh, I guess I I wasn't looking. No, it's, at... o- it's okay. It's okay. Leroy's like, ah. Uh, Does he have to roll persuasion again? Um, <laughs> never mind. I'm not going to. You know what? Never mind. So I'm just going to read my history of grain. Unless you guys want me to help look for my clues. So, Quiz, he's been doing this whole time? <laughs> yeah. He's not been very helpful. He's like, okay, guys, but look at this. Yeah. When they first started... I'm on chapter f- three. Flower. Barley. <laughs> Lots of different books. <laughs> so, okay, Quiz takes the, the triangular disc yes. and sets it into the middle of the thing. Yes. When you put it into the middle of the stone ring, it kind of locks in, kind of like it sets in, like it perfectly matches. Yeah. And when it sets in... You feel that you can now turn okay. the middle part. So there are two two discs, one in the middle, one on the outside. Both have numbers on them. So there's it's basically just there's the middle spinny part with your pointing arrow, oh, and then and the outside ring with the, the spinny numbers. part has numbers on it. So there's a stable outside part with a number. I'm with you. I got it. So like imagine like a normal. Yes. How many numbers are on the outside ring? Uh, ten digits. Ten. Zero so through zero nine. nine. Okay. Okay. What was the fancy year that everyone should know again? Ah. 1676. Okay, I'm gonna have to figure out. I, I don't remember combination yeah. locks uh, to the left and then to the. I suppose it would oh, just be God. to each one. Uh, well, what's the first number you set it to? One. So when you bring it to one, you can press in and the ring snaps back to the W, and you see that one of the four circles above the W uh, lights up. Yeah, okay. Um, and then All he right. spins it to the six. Yep, next one lights up. And then seven? Yep. Mm-hmm. And then was it two? Mm mm. 76? Yeah. Okay, it spins it to this back to the six. <laughs> I've already forgotten why that year was important. It and just was. We didn't discuss it. We did. It was the year that Anders Duane, the prophet yes. of Riderism, had a second vision okay. about, about the hero. The hero. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Oh, good. You snap her into place, and you hear the rumbling of stone at some of the bookshelves slide. We have, we have bad experiences with rumbling of stone. secret entrance. In the secret entrance? In the secret entrance. And Leroy's like, oh my gosh. What if there's another secret entrance, though? (laughs) And Feyren's like, that's kind of ridiculous, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) Well, um, let's go, I guess. Sweet. So the three of you descend down these stairs. And going even deeper this time, Feyren says, wow, okay, I've been in a lot of libraries. But most of them do not have secret entrances and secret entrances. So, so this is not a standard. No, this is not a standard. And I think this might yeah, be an elven architecture. It must have been built a long time ago. And they just you built, think uh, it might? I mean, you're an elf, right? Yeah. But I don't study architecture. I'm, no, but like where you're from, you know what the architecture is like, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think that's what it is. Not oh, all elves oh, know each other, oh, Quist. No, so, 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 you're, so you're just saying like... From the Elven architecture that I've seen, I think this is what it is. You're yes. not you're not saying I this could be Elven. I no, have I'm no idea. Based off the buildings that I know are Elven and this one. Okay. The bricks I'm with it. The quality of the I, I understand. I'm yeah. glad you guys established his exact degree of certainty regarding this question. You know, I'm really glad we clarified all of this. 
I wish Randall was here. To just... I miss that guy. I hope they're not getting into too much trouble. Wow, look at this path. <laughs> Listen, I like talking while we walk down paths. It builds suspense and gives me something to do. You make it to the bottom of the stairs. Uh, and at the bottom of these stairs is a smaller room. Maybe eight foot by eight foot. Pretty tight. In the center of it is a brazier. So a big bowl with coals and, and a little bit of flame going on. Mm-hmm. And you see standing above it is the reader. Standing above it? Well, like... <laughs> oh, like behind an elevator? Behind it. Okay. So he's behind it, slightly elevated above it. Okay, he's not gotcha. like levitating above it. I was going to say... Good clarifying question. Cool, though. A very different mood we're going to set yeah. here. Yeah. No, he, he is not floating. He's standing... And in his hands, he is holding a book clearly titled The Lost Histories. And his face is that he he's scared. You can tell he's kind of shaking as he is ripping out pages from this book and tossing it into the fire. That's some blasphemous shit right there. It is very blasphemous. This is not at all where I was expecting this conversation to go. We haven't uh, even started talking yet. So you see him, he's ripping out those pages, he's frantic. And, and he looks up and sees the three of you come in, and, and he says, Writer, forgive me. You can't be here. But didn't you, like, let us in here? Absolutely not. I would have never done something so responsible. But you're burning the book. I think that's... I mean, I'm not a religious scholar. I don't know. What do you call yourselves? No, I think that's fine. I'm really scholar. <laughs> Let's go with that. Uh, are you okay, reader? Uh, why are you burning this book? This knowledge must not be allowed to leave this place. But every every written word is is, is sacred. It is the words of the writer. You can't you can't burn any of it. Some words were never meant to be spoken. Jake, roll a d12. I think that's a three. Yeah, three. All right, keep going. Number Continue. Three, it's the same. Okay, yep, that's the same. <clears throat> Wait, who wrote the book? A bunch of people, because we don't know. Oh, okay. We don't know that part. It was last. Uh, all right. <laughs> I'm still. I'm still. I know we. I know we went over this many times, but I'm still a little lost on like it's all. It's already called lost histories. Like from the beginning. Here we go. Yeah. Never mind. F- Farron says, "Reader, those those histories have gone from being lost to being found to being lost and now found again. We cannot lose the information. Please let me at least. Then we'll have to find it again. <laughs> please let me transcribe those words so I can bring it back to a world. No. Memory. No. You mustn't. Roll the d12 again. No, no, you mustn't write it down. But I, I, it, you, you're right. It must, it must be heard. It must be heard once, once more. I, I'll read it to you. Wait, so you're gonna read it now? I'm, I'm really confused about <laughs> what's going on here. There's a lot going on. In the first day of the sixth era, there was one. I think Quiss looks at the the brazier and he asks, "How much of the book was was already burnt?" Not enough, not enough. But 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 listen, and I shall tell you what what remains. Well, can we just read it? Like you don't have to you don't have to waste time saying it. You know, you <laughs> just give us the book. Quality twelve again. Nine. Okay. Suddenly, while the reader is about to start reading the book, you see him freeze and kind of look up at you, and his eyes seem to have grown paler, and his voice is sounds different. <laughs> <laughs> Very descriptive. Sounds a lot like somebody else's. <laughs> it sounds almost as if someone else were speaking through him. Mm. <laughs> um, and it says, You have come for this book? Very different. It is not the same. Like it's, Yeah, no, we got that. Yep. You have come 
Searching for a cow. <laughs> yes. Um, yes, we have. Is it in the book? It is still here. We haven't burned it yet. We? I haven't made him. Um, well, can we have it, please? That's why we're here. Hmm. You intrigue me. Roll the dice again. This one? Yep, keep rolling it. Seven. Leroy and Faye, no, Faerun just kind of staring, he's just, he quickly whips out, he has a, a book, a scroll on him, pulls it from his sleeve, Ooh. and just starts writing on it, every single thing that's going on, it's like, this is very peculiar, this is very strange, <laughs> this must be recorded, and Leroy instinctively just pulls out some of his what bread and starts, starts eating it, but as soon as he takes a bite out of a special bread, he goes, um, uh, Chris? Yeah, Leroy. Chris, I think you need to eat some of my bread. Um, I mean, I'm not very, I mean, thankfully I'm not hungry. Because I'm not going to force you to do this, but like, I know you've eaten some of my bread before. You oh, got to try oh, some of this bread. Oh, oh that bread. That okay. bread. Okay, he very tentatively oh, takes a bite. You take a bite of the bread. You know, in a way, I'm almost glad Rainer isn't here, because then, audience, you would have to hear me say like a hundred different times, uh, Rainer's very confused right now. <laughs> and that's like all I would contribute to this scene. Roll a d12 one more time and I'll tell you what you see. One. Okay. What Feyren sees is he sees the reader stop laughing and just kind of return back to his scared, kind of confused, like, why is he here, and starts to rip out another page. Ooh. But what Leroy and Quiz sees, and what Quiz sees, it starts to slowly appear before him. But what he sees is a string connected from the reader. It seems to go up into the sky, a, a spectral cord connecting him up into the air. And right when he shifts moods, he sees a hand, but not a normal hand, and not like a mighty powerful deity hand, but it it looks wrong. It looks strange, and it plucks at the string, and he switches moods. And Who he, sees this? Both Leroy and Quiss see this oh, ghostly, okay. spectral hand just kind of reaching through the ceiling and pluck on this, this cord that is controlling him. Oh. You see that, Quiz? Did so, you see that? Okay, so that, that, that just happened. Everyone saw it. it. We're not implying that only a couple people could see. Farron no. didn't see it. Farron oh, didn't. really? Yeah. Farron didn't see it. Okay. Huh. Farron also didn't need the bread. Mm-hmm. Quiz, did you see that? Uh, Quiz is silent. Quiz is dumbfounded at the moment. So the, the reader the reader look, like looks up as he's like uh-huh. tearing a page, and he's like, No one else must read this. One too many have fallen to its clutches. I, st- I stopped the Lord before who, he was able to. Who, who's fallen? Like, did he, like, trip because you were distracted reading it? Or, like, I guess that's a hazard of all books. No, 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 nothing so so simple. There was a, there was a wizard who checked this book out long, long ago, and he, he he's, he's gone, gone for good. And Like, he left, or, like... I suppose you could say as such. Left this plane, left this life. Oh, he died. Oh, I get what you're saying. Farron, again, just scrawling all of this down. So you're trying to tell me that the wizard who read this book died because of the knowledge within it? Yes, yes, yes. Read, read the D12. Or not read it, roll it. Fine. Again, switching, his eyes kind of glowing. And again, you see a hand grab 
and manipulate it as if it were a puppet directly. And a voice says, Sometimes the things that I have to say are just too big for you to comprehend. It's just, wow, boom, bam, you know, it's just bam all over the place. And then boom goes your brain, you're dead. Sorry about it. Is this spirit the scat man? Skew it up, pop, Oh my god. But yeah, you want to you want to try some maybe. Maybe it's for you. Okay. So Quiz is having a thought that mm-hmm. the or the hand moves something changes mm-hmm. and all that we know so far is the book is causing some sort of distress and so I think Quiz thinks that the book is inhabited by some sort of thrall or spirit mm. or something. And so he engages with the reader and says, "Who are who are we talking to right now? Who are you?" Talking to me? Are you talking to this silly little beard guy? I'm talking to whoever who's talking right now. Roll the d12. Oh my god. It's empty. I don't know why I freaked out. <laughs> Six. What? I, I, who, who, are, who are you? Where am I? What is oh, jeez. This? this is strange. Hey, where'd the spooky voice guy go? And who, are, who might you be? Oh, I'm Leroy Baker in pleasure. Uh, I think he steps down and like puts the book under his arm and walks over to shake his hand. <laughs> oh, nice to meet you. Hey, can I have Hello. the book from you? Oh, this? Yeah, I want that one. Um, Roll the d12. <laughs> <laughs> what a poor... Six! He still doesn't know. It's like a, oh, know. It's like a normal nice guy. Well, I, I can't see one, but, but I mean, I I had it. It must, it must be mine if I was... Well, I mean, I, can I check it out? I want to check out the book. I want to check it out because it's a library. <laughs> This is a library? Well, we're underneath the library. <laughs> we're underneath... This is like the third floor basement something. Oh, strange. Yeah, it's really weird. You don't know this? I don't know. Okay, I'm glad we... I'm not the only one. Roll the d12 again. Oh my god. Four. Um, I, I think he's like... He, he's holding the book out and Leroy's about to grab it. And he like snaps it back real quick and like runs... Like, like runs back and like... I think maybe like... I'm trying to think of something that would, would happen. I think maybe he like... Like, as he goes by the brazier, he, like, puts a hand on it and, like, burns his hand mm. a little bit, but doesn't, doesn't, doesn't stop him, say yeah. anything. And But instead of getting back on the elevated platform, he mm. just stays where he is and continues to rip out the page. Feyrin oh is God. in distress. Every time he rips out another page, oh Feyrin just, God. you can just hear him go, oh, all the knowledge, all the history, all the, the information, the power of the writer, you're just burning it! Don't you remember what you have signed to the oath? The... the the covenants. Yeah, I, I think I think he stops for a second and looks like directly at Faerun, and he says, "I swore to protect knowledge passed down from the writer to to the world, but this this knowledge was not meant for mortal eyes." And then roll a d twenty. Roll a d d twelve. Yeah, eight. I can't. I I've spent my life in dedication to the writer, and I. This is sacrilege, what I'm doing. You, you, you don't understand. How could you understand? Again, each time one of these emotions change, you just, Leroy and Quist see that hand pluck, maybe wiggle the, sh- the cord oh above God. him. Oh my God. Um, Quist, Quist. Maybe kind of like fan it a little bit. Every time it's just, almost as if it's just playing with the string, what, what, having what is, fun what with Quist it. Do? Chris walks up to, or gets a little close to the reader, and because he's like sob, the reader's like sobbing at this point, mm-hmm. and, he's, and he says, "Hey, hey, it's okay, it's okay," and then he casts sweep. <laughs> Roll a d twenty and want- add spell casting. Which one do you want to happen? Sleep 
or sweeping. Why uh, would he wait. want to sweep? Uh, that that's how his dice sense. works. Oh, because it's 50-50. It's 50-50. Oh, that's right. I want sleep to happen. Okay, so if it's above 10, and you can add your spellcasting to it, he yeah. falls asleep. Otherwise, sweeping will happen. We'll figure out how He'll that works. He'll just inexplicably start sweeping. All right, go. Roll with, it. With your hands? Eight. Add spellcasting. 11. Ooh. <laughs> Tell me. So he falls asleep. Yeah. Fall, he falls asleep. <laughs> he collapses to the ground, mm-hmm. um, and the, the book kind of skitters across the cobblestones. Roll the d12 one last time. Yo! Six. Okay. As he starts to fall asleep, you see the string pluck one last time, and he says, Who are you? He closes his eyes and falls asleep. Yep. At this moment, as you see him fall ground, his cord, you know, that's connected to him, is, is still there. And you see a hand, the hand reach for it and kind of, it's kind of, I don't know how to describe what I'm doing with my hands. You were kind of doing the worm a little bit, like the hand just kind of does the worm up into the <laughs> up into the ceiling. Just again, a playful. But the cord is still nonchalant. there. Yeah, the cord is the cord is still there. Uh, Quist looks at Leroy. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, it is. What do you mean? Well, Leroy and mm-hmm. the, the Farin. He looks at Leroy and Farin, and they both have a cord. Okay. Uh, above them. Um, and he looks up. He looks up at himself. Whoa. I can't imagine that he would... He's not able to see. Okay. He's not able to see. I actually feel better about that because my idea... I was agonizing back and forth over whether I should tell you shoot a fireball at it. <laughs> oh, at the cord? <laughs> yeah, yeah, mm. because I didn't realize that it was everybody. I thought it was mm. just one weird, mm. unusual Well, but also... Thing. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. I see. But now that I know it's literally everybody that... But as you're looking at their cords, since you only ate a small piece of the bread, the <laughs> cords seem to fade away, as if you were shifting out of some... <laughs> I need more bread. Um, I think Quiss, um, in this moment, even though he's so close to getting what he came for, has a very sobering realization that, like, like religion is real now, in this moment. Um, Ooh, and I boy. think that's a big thing. That's, like, the equivalent of, like... Like the heavens opening up and God just going, "Yep, I'm here." You know, like, <laughs> Hello. and so I think for for a very like like he starts to sweat a little bit and he he's just looking and then he turns towards the book and picks it up off the ground mm. and waits for a second like he kind of winces like he's expecting something to happen <laughs> and does it. Nothing seems okay. So, to pick so up nothing the happens. There's like the, in the fire in the bowl thing. There's like a little. <laughs> 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 oh, you got me! <laughs> no, nothing happens when you okay. pick up the book. He looks at the book and he goes to open it, and then he looks at Leroy and he says, "Leroy, I think I think you should be the one to read this." Tobiasis. Whoa. Uh huh. <laughs> Leroy puts down the history of grain, <laughs> and he pulls out from his bag the secret book that oh. he had been keeping with him. He says, "Quisket." Get your book. Okay, so Chris takes out his bound book of cows, mm-hmm. and they set it down on on the on the floor. Feyren is just just right. <laughs> he hasn't stopped writing this whole time. He's like, gotta get the right adjectives. <laughs> and in, in his other sleeve, he's got a scroll thesaurus that drops down. Oh yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that so much. <laughs> he always keeps it laminated. Mm, that's so good. That's so fun. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> like like in the old westerns, so they had like or not old westerns, but like in like like the mechanical westerns, like steampunk westerns, mm-hmm. so they have the like like the the um what's the what's the pistol called the um. Why do I keep thinking uh, Darrison? That's Cole? not the word. No, the, the uh, Derringer. They have the Derringer oh, pistols okay. on like a spring-loaded thing, so mm. like, it comes out of their sleeve. And oh, yeah. Hand. It's like that, but with a thesaurus. I always have it ready at all times. You set down the books. The large tome of the lost histories in yep. the center. Leroy has his secret book. And Chris, you have... What, what was your book called? Uh, I don't book, care. The book of I don't care. The book of I don't care. <laughs> yeah. And you start... Flipping through the pages of the lost histories, uh, again, there's lots that have been ripped out, but right. there's still a good chunk of pages. And Leroy kind of looks at you and he says, uh, "Let's just look through it real quick first, just in case this spooky, crazy Wait, thing mm. happens right away." Are the pages still missing? Is there any chance that he flips through the book and the pages are back? You no, know, the pages are still missing. Okay. The ones that he ripped I'm out are gone. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know. I thought it'd be cool. <laughs> Uh, he's flipping through the pages, and again, some of them are just just words, but there are a lot of pictures Ooh. in this book. It looks like a good picture book. Some of them depicting just creepy people, some of them just normal-looking people. Creeple. But there are a lot of big, magnificent scenes of, of battles, of castles, of giants, and what you can only guess to be the spirits depicted in visual form and readers or listeners I want you to know I'm actually like moving Doing my a, hand like page, like, yeah, page yeah. flipping motion with my hand with no actual book <laughs> we flip through them and you then Leroy a, you have a real notebook in front of you but you are reaching in front of that to nothing and pretending to flip Here. pages let's get some uh, fully work shall we <laughs> yeah right. yeah that's some good it's page gonna all, flipping it's gonna be all in scene alright uh, <laughs> boring Lame. Boring. Uh, Chris, can you... What, the picture with the, the six? six? Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's, it's in the middle. It just opens yeah. halfway, double spread. Compared to this picture. <laughs> he holds it. He holds it next to it. The picture that Leroy is pointing to is a six-armed creature that you could vaguely describe as a cow. Its horns are cra- you know, turning and twisting and almost unpredictable ways. Uh, it has these six arms, and in each arm, it's just a glowing ball. You can't quite make out what the object is in each arm. But, Chris, this picture seems to echo in your mind as this creature is not only very similar to the picture you've drawn, but it is floating above a castle made of straw. The sky behind it is orange, and where the sun should be is just a dark circle. And leaving from this castle are a bunch of the essence of cow cows. Mm. Like just the purest form of a cow leaving from this castle. And you just can't help but stare and looking back and forth at how similar this creature in the middle looks to the picture that you have drawn. The main difference being in your picture, you know what the items are. Mm. In this one, they're unknown. But Leroy points to something that is different. He points to the forehead of this cow creature and he says, I've seen that symbol on its forehead before. And you look at it and it looks like an M, but at the end it curls down and has a dash above it. He says, I think that's the Mjergic symbol. <laughs> what? 
Faerun leans over and you know, stops writing and he says, Normal people describe the unknown as magic. Well, those who study magic, what they don't know, they call mirjik. <laughs> and most of the time people just say mirjik is unknown magic and don't give it its own thing, but I think that picture right there might be the mirjik spirit himself, themselves, or whoever. Praise the writer. Guys, I don't know what we're supposed to do with this information. Well, if, if there are more, like he flips to the next page, is there any text connecting to Is there a title on the picture? You turn the next page. Yeah. And it's ripped out. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn. Oh, that's... What about what's on the back of the page? Uh, the back of the page, it, it's just blank because it was, it was just the painting on the one image, and so it kind of bled through a little bit. Um, he holds it up to the firelight to look oh. the light behind it. He holds it up to the firelight. Roll ratiocination. What? 22. Oh, wow. You hold it up to the firelight. I ratiocinated the shit and out of And you, Quiss, Quiss. <laughs> yes. You've been staring at these cow pictures... <laughs> So long. You know, you know all of Leroy's cows. In fact, you as you hold it up, you start flipping through his cow paintings and seeing how each one of them, in a way, is like not the son or the daughter of this cow, but it's it's like a like a smaller version. The essence has been transported into all these other cows, and so you're like you can clearly see the connection between all the cow paintings and all cows from this being, even though it's different. And as you hold it up to the light. Even though the bread has kind of faded away, you see very faintly this weird hand kind of go down, and you see how it looks very similar to the hands on this picture, and it taps the page, and you see the cows painting very faintly, and you think maybe it's just the light, maybe you got something in your eye, but it looks like the cow spirit winks at you. That's I, what the 22 rule was for? I think Quiz faints. <laughs> Quiz, Quiz sweeps. Quiz sweeps. <laughs> Leroy and Farron kind of catch him to help him so he doesn't hit the ground. He's limp. He, oh, he's, he's limp, basically. He's limp. Limp noodle. Yeah, he um, is dead weight. <clears throat> Leroy takes the book back and he says to Farron, um, Listen, I know you gotta do like your copy thing and bring it up to wherever you gotta take it but I kinda need the hard copy of this one so I'm gonna take it <laughs> I'm gonna keep it <laughs> I'm gonna do some notes of my own you can do whatever you need to do um, but make it quick but uh I'm gonna take I'm gonna take sleepy little boy here <laughs> it is kinda late I'm guessing we're gonna go uh, but we'll catch it we'll catch you tomorrow I guess uh, do you know any good places we could sleep? Oh, never mind. There's a bed upstairs. We'll go sleep. We'll go sleep in that bed. And Farron, still kind of writing everything down, takes a a moment. He looks at the reader and he says, Yeah, I'll, I'll grab him. We'll bring him upstairs. Well, I guess we'll just hunker down here at the library. I didn't really have a place to stay tonight either. Usually we stay at the library wherever the reader will allow us to sleep. Cool, so we'll go upstairs. We'll take a nap. And then we'll figure out what the fuck is going on. Is the reader still, like... Still sleeping. 
Okay. <clears throat> in that room. Yeah. Like on the floor. Farron writes down exactly what Leroy said, and he says, "You know, Leroy, I think you're gonna get a section in the book that I'm working on." Ah, oh, sweet. Is there gonna be bread in it? <laughs> sure. I mean, bread was part of the story, so. Can I try some of that Farron bread? Farron doesn't know that though. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Okay. All right. Yeah. So they bring Quiss and and the reader upstairs. They lay quit. They lay the reader in his own bed. And they make kind of a pile of comfortable material. They, they roll up the rug and put some of the clothes on top and just make a comfortable spot for for Quiz to lay on. And the two of them, both Leroy and Farin, both put the lost histories in between them and they start copying down different parts of it into Leroy <laughs> into his secret book and Farin into his scroll. And both of them are careful not to read too much too quickly. They're not sure how this book works, not sure how the power works, but they're both being careful. They're not stupid. (laughs) And that's how they spend the rest of the night, is slowly flipping through all the pages and recording everything. And Leroy can't stop thinking. And he says out loud to to Feyre, and he's like, Hey, the only thing I am excited for, Rainer's gonna freak out when I tell him about this. Hey everyone, how you doing? Hi, how are you? That's good. Hey, uh, to all my American listeners, I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, and to everybody else in other countries or who are just listening to this later, well, I hope you, hope you had a good week. Just hope, hope you're doing well. I hope you are having a good, enjoyable life. I've got some announcements for us today to help me out. We've got uh, our only Elven character so far, a scribe, uh, Faerun. Hello everyone, it is good to be here, to be able to communicate to you all the knowledge that I have been able to record, that the the writer has created for me to absorb and remember and to share with everyone else. I mean, yeah, I guess it's it's important stuff, I guess that is is one way of putting it. Farron, what should people do if they are enjoying what they are listening to? The writer would be pleased to have you go and write your own review. Uh, what you have heard, chronicle it, your own life journeys, put it down to words so that others can hear your stories. You can leave a review on iTunes or on Stitcher, and we would love to hear your thoughts so they can be remembered forever and so that others can see the story that you have had with our story. Uh, yes, and thank you to uh, Yellowfellow23 on Stitcher for leaving their review. Super nice, very encouraging. You guys can please leave a review yourself. And another way to communicate your enjoyment of the story is to tell people in person. There's nothing like communicating stories with their own words to bring glory to the writer. And so if you can tell others our story and your story, connecting to our story, that would bring the writer glory. So thank you for that. Uh, Yeah, I guess you can be 
doing some good old-fashioned proselytizing for us. That'd be great. Uh, also, there's some other ways you can interact with us, uh, and that's through Instagram on Nights.Quest and on Facebook at Nights.Quest.Podcast. Yes, and on Facebook, we would love for you to leave uh, your favorite quotes. Leave a comment saying what your favorite quote was from this episode or previous episodes, the ones that really got you smiling, the words that the writer spoke to you through this episode. You can repeat it and share it with others. We love seeing those. We love hearing them. And, of course, on Instagram, we will have tons of pictures of special items. Uh, Probably the dragon spit ring will be uh, in there this week will will be my guess. We love seeing the quotes that you guys are enjoying. Uh, thank you for to all of you who have already posted one. Uh, if you haven't, just go on onto Facebook real quick. Go to nice.quest.podcast. Just leave one of your favorite lines from the show. It's super easy, super duper easy, and and we love hearing it. It just it just makes our life very nice. And you can laugh at all the other quotes that other people have posted on there too. Otherwise, Farron, is there anything else that need to know? Uh, yes, we are considering uh, making a bunch of stickers. For everyone, uh, Jamie had just created a small batch of them. It's just a sticker of our logo. Uh, very simple, but a good quality sticker. Uh, we just made a few of them, but if you are interested and you would like a sticker, or maybe there's something else that you would like to be made into a sticker, leave a comment on Facebook or on one of our Instagram posts. And we would love to uh, be able to find a way that we can give these to you guys so you can just represent Night's Quest and have a fun picture about that. So we'll be posting more about that on Instagram and Facebook. So stay tuned. Stay updated for that if you would like to see a visual representation of Night's Quest. Yeah, again, thank you everyone for listening, for constantly supporting, for doing everything that you're doing. Uh, We make this show uh, because we love telling the story and we love being able to share it with all of you guys. So we're glad that you're enjoying it as well. Uh, Next week we'll have another episode. It'll have a little bit of Quiz and Leroy, a little bit of Rainer and Jonathan and Katrina, everybody's going to be the next week. So all your favorite friends will be back. And, well, there's going to be a lot of stuff going down. So you're just going to have to tune in to find out.